Hello and welcome to this episode of the Usos Podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Jason. This month we have uh, Linda Lagarde Grover, Ellie Schoenfeld, and Tina Higgins Russo, all writers. Because yeah, normally we have, it feels like a lot more musicians, songwriters, but this time, word writers. Sometimes we have chocolatiers, but this time we're really inviting a bunch of smart people. Yeah, we're inviting people who are much smarter than ourselves. <laughs> and we're going to, Jason and I are going to be out of our league, and that's okay. Just enjoy people who are much smarter than us talking about things. I don't even, I things that I couldn't even possibly fathom. Like spelling. Like spelling and words with more than one syllable. Ugh. So jealous. Actually being able to read oh, what reading. you write down oh. and, and and then go back over and over and over again and yeah. make a book or, you know, become the poet laureate. Yeah. Or or even get rejected thirty times in a month from Ooh. And you know, I admissions. Think if there's anything I want to talk about, that's a big thing. Is how do you just you get rejected over and over again. You just go, oh, and I'm just going to keep writing. Anyway, we'll get into it. I actually, that was one of these, I just thought... You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. And I have a bad poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pressure's off. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she was, you know. I second that, but also so are short stories. With short stories. By early writers, are because they're so hard. Yeah. They're so hard to pull off that most of them are bad. But there's always redeeming elements in there somewhere, oh, you, you know. Oh, you can do some, something somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, just, I, I never throw stuff away. No. Yeah. I, I yeah. throw Most it away. I burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Journal burning party. Something. Do you keep a journal? I've tried to, but I'm not good <laughs> no, at it. No, I would I like to. Do you? I would like keep to a journal? be a person. Um, not officially. Yeah. There's oh, a lot like of notebooks months. laying around. I would write in it once life. a week. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, would fill, I said once a week yeah. I needed to fill a page. And I, so oh. sometimes it would just be so like. I sometimes I, I stopped doing that um, but, but yeah it would be like journaling. sometimes the, the writing would literally be like i hate this i want to be done and i'm i'm only a quarter of the way down the page blah 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 and then a bunch of swear words and then eventually i think of something i want to actually i'm thinking about and i'll well, start just good. going one from sentence there. out of that is pretty good it's pretty good i mean yeah right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's yeah. a habit actually I, I do want to get back into i i, I it, it was nice to have the habit once a week of doing that they say that it's good to have the, the habit of yeah. writing. Yeah. Do you feel that's true? Well, do you have a habit of writing? No. 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 Oh, that makes me feel so much better. I just, Kate, that makes Kate me feel Basham, a lot better, too. Kate Basham said you should try to write something every day. Something. Yeah, I, was, I just watched a video with Stephen King saying he writes six pages a day, every, religiously, yeah. six okay. pages. And then he stops at six pages? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just finished okay. a, I I don't read Stephen King books, but I saw one at Barnes & Noble for 30% off and bought it, and oh. it was really good. Well, it's new. So he it's, lives up to all the hype? It's, you know, it's not, I, I, he's an older writer now, so he's, the woman who's carrying this story forth is um, in her mid-50s, and so, and she has a, uh, kind of like an investigation agency or something called Finders Keepers. It's a cool name. <laughs> so anyway, so she, this isn't really a supernatural book, but there are always supernatural things going on anyway i mean everywhere so he just puts them in his yeah in his books yeah which i think is great yeah yeah i do i've been doing that too because i thought well 
it's it's there for the taking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and or, it's or, just so much did you just turn us up i might do it later we'll see yeah how often do you find yourself stealing from from life or from other people or just i mean or i mean does the thought of stealing come up ever when you're writing like you're trying to write fiction and it's actually secretly true kind of thing or that or you're just kind of like oh i really like what stephen king's doing i'm just gonna do that too you know that I I actually if I really am writing something I don't read other people's stuff because I don't want to I don't want to be copying them. Right. Okay. I would feel so bad. I really I really like Mary Gordon and Amy Tan, two two of my very favorite writers. And if I wrote something that Amy Tan had already written, <laughs> I would feel really bad. <laughs> Especially if you made a lot of money out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you get caught. She might feel really bad. We've never I met, but we might. Be like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that might be a good way to meet Jamie. Amy Tan. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to. Yeah, I'll meet you in court. Yeah. Yeah, right. Maybe you can have lunch afterwards. You know, it'd be fun. I've stolen over bits of overheard conversation, usually misheard conversation. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think um, everything's stolen, but, really, in yes. general. Yes. Well, yeah, well, you're right. It is. I once saw a sign at UMD that I thought said Dr. Stupid Greg, but it was not his name. And I just think about that sometimes, speaking of misreading <laughs> things. Stupid Dr. Greg. Stupid Greg. Yeah. Oh. And I had, to do a, kind of, I had to do a double take because I wasn't sure if it yeah. said oh. that or not. So. See, that's like in those cartoon teachers at UMD. Or so yeah. I thought. Stupid and Greg. I, you know, yeah. and I did, I did actually draw him afterwards, whoever I thought Stupid Greg was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. See? But you were probably seeing the real thing, just like in a Stephen King book. Oh, and then it yeah. morphed into it was, what you have to live with. Actually, like mm-hmm. Sherman mm-hmm. or something. Just yeah. be glad your ankles aren't broken. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I watched Misery for the first Misery, time in a yeah. class. Oh yeah, in school, Misery. not a class. It was like a. It was like the. Oh. It wasn't like home homeroom, but it was sort of like like sort of the place of a homeroom where you just kind of would go for like half an hour, but it was in the middle of the day, and so yeah, in the, the middle of the day. Uh, in a bright classroom watching this guy get hobbled. That was, oh, <laughs> it was quite I a lot. That. I, <laughs> I, I I love that movie and I hate horror and that movie still haunts me. I'm sure if I watched a book, it would not be the same as watching that scene. Oh, you're right. It'd be better. It'd be See, better reading thing, yeah. it. Better? It would probably be better, but also in some ways worse. You know, because it does just mm. get into your into yeah. your brain. I think that's something I like about the the written word and and for me specifically comic books in in the ways that it can it does put thoughts almost into your head and um allows and kind of forces you to make connections and decisions. And I guess the better the writer, the, the more uh, manipulative of or maybe that's not the right word, but uh yeah, the more they're able to pull those strings, I suppose. Yeah. Or organize them, or, braid, yeah, braid right. them into something, try, yeah, to, yeah. try to catch the loose ends. <laughs> yeah. Some of them never are caught, are they? <laughs> no, no yeah. some of them wander wander away. <laughs> Maybe this is kind of a weird question, but how do you how do you know when they've when they've wandered away and how like how do you do you personally recognize those loose threads and that you're that you're missing out on, do you think? Is, in a poem? When writing or, Yeah, or I mean or, or, or just in, in my life. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, whatever feels more relevant to you, I don't know. How, Only my therapist can answer, you know, answer that. But, yeah. Well, I mean, I like to, I don't, I don't usually have too much of an idea of where I'm going when I start the poem, so I don't oh. really know 
what's going to be a loose end or what's not, I guess. That's what comes to me when I'm thinking mm. of loose ends. So sometimes those are, you know, better than whatever I kind of started off with. But I don't know. Do, do you guys know what, what you're going to write about when you start? No. 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 Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. So, or I yeah. think, I mean, I'll have an image yeah. of, of someone walking across the street or something, and then I'll just follow that person for a while, and right. then they tell me the story eventually. Yeah. Usually it takes a very long time for them to <laughs> give it up. Yeah. Or they give me a fake yeah. story. I'm like, that's not the story. story. And then I have to yeah. come back again and wait yeah. and you can talk to someone else about it. Well, um, a loose end is doesn't mean that it's completely lost. You know, it's mm -hmm. almost like mm -hmm. it's still tethered to the idea. And so, you know, it may not be used this time, but it's something that could be put aside for some other time. So, yep. you know, I've um, I've told students, you know, I've advised them don't don't throw your stuff away, um, even if you think it's bad and maybe it is bad, but don't don't throw it, and mm -hmm. um, and you can use it some other time maybe. And I got some good advice on doing research papers, which was um, your first paragraph, go ahead, and you'll probably throw that away, and then you're ready to start your first paragraph. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and students think yes. that their stuff is, you know, is throwing something away is, it's, it's just like cutting off, you know, a, a finger or something, yeah. and they feel so bad about it. So I tell them, you don't have to, you're just saving it for another time. Yeah. You know, like some people save their gum somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. really funny because I, yeah. I like to throw everything away that I hate and literally burn it. But that's just me. But when I'm recording someone, every time, the first take, they're like, it's terrible. Throw it away. I never do. I save them. Save, save, save. Ten takes. Mm -hmm. What's the best take? The first take. Mm-hmm. I can't ah. listen to my own advice, and that's normal, but I still like to burn my own journals, but... I have to disagree with that, because we have drawers and drawers and drawers full of your old journals. <laughs> oh. Well, I will burn them. <laughs> Someday. Oh. I'll burn them when we bring them to the shack. <laughs> if I find one, I'll burn it. Do you reread them? No. No, mm -hmm. okay. I was just wondering. No. I hello. I, I never... In, in I cannot possible. read them. I'm like, why? I think you burn them in your head. But I burn them <laughs> in my head, and I leave them in piles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's drawers that never get opened, that's no. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, only when I'm looking for a stamps or an envelope or something, and I'm like, what is this heavy drawer? And I go to pull it open, and it's all notebooks. All like, notebooks. Oh. And I close it up. I, I, I have just piles and piles of folders them. of paper. I forgot to burn to... those. Yeah. Oh. I forget to burn journals. I mean, that's a different story. We're having a bonfire tomorrow. You can bring some journals if you want. <laughs> So I, I had that problem when I was a younger writer. I was afraid that I, I was, um, they say, you know, you have to kill your babies. Yeah, I've and heard I, that and phrase. I, mm -hmm. And I, uh, I was like, oh, well, no, because the sentence is so beautiful. And so I started c cutting the stuff that had to be cut out of that story, and I made a new file. And I, I, I named it that. something. I don't remember what I named it, but it became full of, it was very long with all these cut parts, you know. But then eventually... I got to the point where I could just let them go because I never opened that file and I never dug through that file and found anything. And I thought if I ever did, it would end up in a poem. Maybe, maybe a poem. I don't know. I just felt like I haven't deleted the file. It exists, but I haven't gone back to it. I just got better at, at letting, at releasing these things. And I think it made my writing stronger because I trust that something else will come to me or that will come back when I need it. Mm -hmm. I just trust in the process more than I did when I was younger. I was afraid. Mm. Speaking of 
the process. Um, you you mentioned a minute ago that you well actually you all mentioned that you don't start with necessarily like an idea. Well, I don't know, was it an idea is that fair or is it just like a direction? Um, a direction. So so you I have. Mean, that's for, yeah. for me. Well, it's yeah. it's, it's str- a, yeah. an image or a line or something. So there's just, is it is yeah. it so there's just something that that prompts the process the <laughs> the process. Yes. Uh, and and the way and well and then and then what? Well, then something happens. Yeah. <laughs> and right. sometimes well, it's really great and sometimes well, it's not. Well, right, it's yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be poet laureate yeah. if it wasn't amazing. <laughs> and, you know, but, but, but it's fun usually. I mean, it is it's more interesting or, you know, it's kind of a, if it's it, that flow thing happens, mm-hmm. then it feels like, I don't know, sometimes I write something and when it's really good, I you know, I mean, when the process is really good, when it feels good, I think, oh, this is the best thing I've ever written. It is like a drug, and then, huh? It's then, like, yes, and then yeah. a week later, I look at it and I think, oh, well, thank God I didn't show that to anybody yeah, else. That's really what was I doing? Horrible. This I could keep the lut line is okay, but yeah. that's why you want to burn it later. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great feeling. Those mm-hmm. little moments where mm-hmm. I think, oh, that's the best thing I've ever written. Yeah, if it's oh, not yeah. fun, I just don't do it. Yeah, oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, love sign that. me up for that. Yeah, if yeah. it's not fun, okay. so, I just don't want to so do it. I gotta That's dig right. into this a little bit. So, yeah. the, the whole process from start to finish has to be fun, or are there some parts that are kind of not so fun, but you do them anyway? Well, fun, once you get there, fun isn't necessarily that I'm, you know, rolling on the floor laughing. That isn't <laughs> it at all? But I really like that image of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is great because you know. Carrie so, will make a cartoon of there that. We go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of what I write about is based on research that really was very difficult to do. And so the writing can be very difficult to do. But there is a, um, a satisfaction, I think, mm-hmm. in feeling that I'm doing something properly. And so that's what I mean by fun. But it's not like, who is it who said writing is easy? All you do is sit there and bleed all over the keyboard. Yeah. I mean, I don't, oh. I don't know who said that. It wasn't oh, me. Yeah, no. Oh, that's, I, that's, I think yeah, I've heard that quote. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that, that isn't it either. keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there are people who say, oh, it's that must be really cathartic. And I go, no, there's there's no such thing. You know, I hate to spread (laughs) wisdom that isn't positive, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but if I but if I am really not really, really enjoying it, I I can't see the point in doing it. What kind of writing would come out of it? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Not spreading wisdom that's not positive. I mean, that's interesting because there's a lot of wisdom that's not positive. I think what's also interesting is we talked about upstairs. We're kind of joking about how uh, how much fun writing always is, and how it's never a terrible process of of kind of well, kind of what you're saying of just looking at a blank page and just going, "Oh my god." Uh, oh, that would be terrible. It's time yeah. to go do something else then. So mm-hmm. that's a good advice. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't tend to do. I tend to to just stare until I'm so frustrated that I just abandon whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing, which is not helpful because it leads to not a lot of yeah. things not getting done. Yeah, I don't say goodbye to the piece. I just say, you know, see ya or something. See you later. You know, yeah. see you around, Time kid. Out. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. I probably I probably have both, because sometimes I have to rewrite. I have to do rewrites quite a bit. Some people can just sort of have their first draft be pretty fantastic, but and so sometimes when it, the first flush of writing is usually has to be pretty fun, or I'm going to leave. Um, but then when I try to fix it up a little, that isn't, sometimes that isn't fun very much. 
I mean, it's kind of, it's interesting, though, and I guess it's, yeah, I guess it depends how we define fun. Maybe stimulating. But, oh, yeah, it's stimulating, yeah. Indeed. It's yeah. like, well, what could I do here? Or, And I guess I don't ever get too stressed out because, again, I'll go do something else, too. Oh. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, yeah. that's, that's great advice. I... Do you revise yeah. a lot, Tina? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I revise all the time. Yeah. I do, and I like it. I, I, I didn't I like it, it when yeah. I was a younger writer. And I had some advice from a, a professor who I adore, and I adore her work, and, and this is how she operates. And I think it was such an interesting thing for me to learn that everybody finds their way, and I had to find my way, um, but I didn't have my way at the time. So so she had a certain process, and the process was start from a blank page all over. Just put it away and don't look at it, and then start a blank page. And so that caused such anxiety in me for so many years, and I thought, this is horrible. This is hell. I don't know why I do this. I want to never do this again. And then I sit down and I do it because I really want to be a writer, but this is so awful. I don't know why I do this. And then, but it, it worked because when I was working with her, I, I created, I wrote some of my best stuff by doing this process. So she wasn't wrong, but I found out for me, it doesn't have to be that painful. So now I've, I've talked to some writer friends and I've kind of come up with my own system and I love my system and I love revising. I, I love looking, looking back at so what I do now is I have my first draft, and then I copy and paste it into a new, or I save it as a new document, and that's draft two. Um, sometimes the first draft is draft two because I write it by hand first, and then I type it, and the typed version is draft two, but I kind of hate typing, and I, so I stopped doing that. But anyway, and then, and then I just keep coming back to it. But I sit in my bed with my pets and my French press, <laughs> and I read the story in a new saved document, and then I fix it up according to what my brain says and my heart says that day. Then I put it aside and go about my life until I'm ready to come back. And to then it's draft it three. And I, I do that until about draft six. And then when I feel like it's as good as I can make it and as good as I can see, then I give it to a very close friend who whose opinion I trust deeply. And then we talk about it for a little while. And then I bring it back home. Mm. And I do it again. And it's just so calm. And it doesn't hurt anymore. It hurts so much before that I just didn't even know how I was going to continue on for the rest of my life like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but now I, I really look forward to getting the first draft done so that I can revise. And I try to tell my students that, too, that revision can be really fun. And they just look at me like I'm a lunatic. But I think it's a blast. Well, so it takes the pressure off that first draft, too. Because right. I think a mm -hmm. lot of times people, you know, I... I Sometimes people talk about, you know, they try to edit as they go. I'm like, oh, well. oh. yeah. We were at something. Oh. We were at something oh. once, Ellie, where where you yeah. um, you said something about the, you know, the poem when it's on a page or in a book. You know, who wouldn't like your poem in a book? That it isn't actually finished then either. Yeah. If you don't like your poem in a book. No, it's it's just never finished. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So whatever yeah. is on the page there. I mean, I mm -hmm. I have a new book out and it. It is just continuing its own life, but I'm the only one who sees it, <laughs> you know, because yeah. re revising is it's it's constant. And I and I think that the, the piece itself then has its own existence. That makes its so own much life. sense. It's like I don't write books, but you make a record, you mix it, you master it. And now it's out and you immediately already it's not good enough. This could all be redone but it's already out so you just like i guess we'll just start a new thing because this is already done apparently <laughs> you know, well you know, it's like you you have to finish something at some point and then move on to the next thing but it's like it really never is totally done but you have to say 
this is where we're at. Here it is. Done. Here it is in print. Here. Yep. <laughs> but it still continues its own existence. I might not be able to do anything about it, but it. I don't know. It kind of gets away from me. I don't really control it. I guess. It has yeah, a string own. theory thing yeah. in in other universes. It's oh, being adapted. That's right. And it <laughs> is. It is. It like, is continuing. There's so many versions, yeah. and you, we can't see point it. seven, point eight, point nine. All those characters are real, and they're yeah. living somewhere. And somewhere. so, as they're doing these things, I I kind of picture it um, as like I I call it to myself, adding like curly cues to things mm. when I'm revising. Oh, and, you know, just kind of do 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 do. You know. Yeah. I like that. I like that image quite a lot. I'm going to think about that next time I'm revising. Curly cue. This needs yeah, a curly cue as opposed a, to cross out. Cross just out. fancy it up a little bit, right? <laughs> fancy it up. Yeah. But fancy one thing I did fancy to unfancy things quite a while ago yes. is I, I looked at a page once that I had typed and printed, and all of a sudden all I could see were commas. And oh. they were just like hangnails oh, all over the page. Yes. And I just thought, I am not going to be bound by the comma anymore. <laughs> the commas. Why am I putting these in here? Because I learned to do this in school. What is it? Whenever you take a breath or have your thought change, which is constantly. Right. Constantly. Constantly. Yes. Yes. Commas are a big question. That's right. <laughs> commas. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in my life thinking about the comma. Yeah. Especially in poetry. Yeah. Especially just, in do poetry. I need to have another comma? Right. Or, or conversely, well, why can't I have a comma here? I don't want it to be a line break, and I don't want to put another word, and I want it to be a pause. But that's probably why I wrong, put them everywhere, but... just because I don't know, and I'm like, <laughs> let's just yeah. put some commas, because I well, mean, that's what you learned in school, right? Well, I didn't yeah. learn much in English. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, that. I was like a D <laughs> yeah. in English, so it's <laughs> like I just put commas everywhere just yeah. in case. He still does. <laughs> yes, I feel similarly about um, quotation marks. I, I just I would rather organize the page so it's clear who's talking and that someone's talking, but they always look really messy to me and they, they're distracting. And I never thought of it that way. And I don't, it's, it's not true of every story though. Some stories, quotation marks can be there and some stories mm -hmm. they really bother me. And I was, I was at a reading, Paul Oster did a reading in St. Paul years ago and I met him and I was so excited to meet him. I was just like starstruck and super nervous. And I, he had a, he had a book out that didn't use any quotation marks. And I said, why didn't you use quotation marks? And that was my big, deep question for him. And he said, because it was too busy and it took away from the story. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. never thought of it that way. And then suddenly that got, it must have got in my head somewhere because now 10, 20 years later, a, long, a lot of years later, I suddenly am disturbed by them. Oh, <laughs> oh. in a yeah. new way. If you don't like them, just know. Yeah. You know, the yeah. semicolon is really an elegant thing, isn't it? I like I it love too. those things. You know what? I feel kind of pretentious when I use it, though. <laughs> I just feel like I am grabbing that <laughs> elegance that I may not be an elegant person, but oh, I think by God, I can, I can do this. <laughs> I just <laughs> I like the semicolon, and but sometimes <laughs> I use I, but sometimes I use dashes. And I think, ooh, I, I don't dashes. know, and I, I you know, and I, I, I think sometimes well, why? Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I think there yeah. is a difference. I, oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I think but, it's but I use them randomly. Based. I mean, well, uh, it, it, it's a subjective it, difference. They, yeah. A subject they can yeah just when it feels the same better <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. it goes yeah. yeah which like, one fits into the well to the cozy little look of well, the day but I think this this it's is a fashion statement. what's interesting about this though is it's like even though so for specifically for writers and poets you're talking about colons and semicolons and things but I mean this kind of uh, attention to these minor little details is true of every 
uh, art form. I mean, every artist Minor in their medium does details, that. Eh? Whatever. I mean, and, and even this kind of goes back to Jason. What we were talking about before, when when you were talking about directors and stuff, and a uh, director of a movie, they kind of they just they know that story in and out. So anytime a question comes up on set, they know the story so well that they can answer it based on whatever context needs to be had there. They get to decide. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's a semicolon, obviously. Yeah, because it's just it's just that it obviously. just that feels better. It goes with the story better. You just you just kind of know that it, things will be better if I just if I just put that semicolon. A dash there. will if not I work just, today. If no. that flower cannot be in the back of this of this scene, it has to go over there. Otherwise, it's just all maybe wrong. if it was upside down. Yeah, yeah, right. Maybe if they Hanging knocked it over, yeah, yeah, you hidden never, in the background. For yeah. some reason, that just that's that makes all the difference in the world. Well, punctuation is a useful thing, I think. But I think oh, yeah. that well, here's well, me. Exactly. In my opinion, um, <laughs> but I I think the appearance of the poem on the page, and I mean that really is the poet's voice. How the poet has has communicated that the way it is laid laid out on the page like that. That's so interesting too because I'm not a reader of poetry. I'm a listener, so. I never read poetry, but I have listened to so much poetry. So these things mean nothing to me. I'm a book on tape person. I'm an, a, a total audio person. I don't read poetry. But you you're talking about Poetry Harbor and all the oh, uh, all man. these old things, and I've been listening to poetry since I was like super little. All these things really, as I left high school, failing English. <laughs> Not having punctuation, I just but I'm I'm out and I don't have to worry about it again and I haven't actually. Yeah, you've had <laughs> a good life without this. Yeah, I mean it's, it's possible to do it. to have. Yeah, but it's interesting. It's like yeah. this means a lot to you guys, but to me it's like what well, it sounds the same to it's me. A bunch of scribbles on a page. Yeah, know. it's like yeah. however you need to phrase it and get people interested in the cool words you're using. Oh, it's I all about like, the words in the story is what I'm it interested. Is. And I really like following along when a poet is reading their own work. And then I can see oh, yeah. the really the real spirit of how it's on the page and what the poet is thinking of. I I that's one of my favorite things to do. So when I'm at a poetry reading and they've got a book, I mean I'm just thumbing through and, and you know the book. yeah I hope yeah. my lips aren't moving. They might be. You know. <laughs> now if cool. some if, if you were yeah. if you were watching <laughs> yeah. somebody in the audience doing that same thing and they were you know mouthing along do you think you how do you think you'd feel about that do you think you'd like it or do you think you'd be kind of uncomfortable oh i i think that we we must be friends yeah. from ages <laughs> back yeah. Ooh, the taylor swift of poets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, i think that just it shows that there's a extra attention given you're taking it in in multiple ways mm -hmm. you're trying to experience the entire thing I think if you can flattered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. suppose you you can't really look at their face as much because what if you no, got mm -hmm. to one point and they're kind of like sticking their tongue out at yeah. it or something, <laughs> 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 or sprinkling their nose, <laughs> or getting their pencil and doing a little that, editing. That, you know, Tina does the 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 writer salon mm -hmm. and new poets, published authors, everyone who comes out. It's amazing to 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 listen to that and see it live, and that's like. The world I live in, seeing things live and listening to it, and it's it, that that that's the difference. You know, for me, just I, I, 
I'm I'm losing it here, but you know, j- how important do you guys find reading poetry? Because I, I mean, because yeah, I think there's that's kind of interesting. Because I think I've probably also heard more poetry than I've read. But I think there's some there is something to be said about yeah, hearing the the poet themselves and hearing the words and hearing that rhythm. But there's also seeing that rhythm and seeing almost. Well, I've always kind of thought of, of poetry as like drawing with words, because it, oh, because yeah. of the way you can kind of make not necessarily an image, but it, it, you. The design of the page in the poem is kind of considered, you know, whether mm-hmm. you, however, however you indent the the, the lines in them. Oh, yeah. I remember reading yeah. one book in, in school once, um, where all the pages were supposed to look like piano keys, um, oh. and I, that was that was the first time I'd ever seen that as just like that, that's when I made those kind of connections about poetry and, and imagery. Yeah. Well, both of them are wonderful. I mean, right. to hear poetry is you know it's an oral tradition and all of that. But I read, I I I, I read more poetry than I hear. I think because because I don't go anywhere. Yeah, but, but, but and you like to read though. That's the other yeah, thing. You I do like, like to read. read. I like yeah. to read. Thinking so, about yeah. your thinking about your own work and how you would prefer it to be experienced. Do you think? Mm. Do you think it's it is best experienced read or heard or is there? It does it depend or know. as a fan know. of all three of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I think you're all so fabulous, and I think that's why you're here because when all three of you read your poems. I literally cry. Oh, good. And I feel that is it. the goal. And it's, it's so <laughs> emotional and it's so beautiful. It's, the imagery is so deep. When when you stop out for a show, a uh, homegrown poetry showcase, a book signing, it, it, it melts my heart. All three of you, every time, mm. I've never been ever disappointed. It, it's always, I mean, it's, it's emotional. Oh. Oh. It's emotional to read it, too, but. I don't really cry a whole lot, but I would if I could. <laughs> I would if I could. <laughs> Going, you yeah. know, the writer's salon at Wusso's, um, you know, that's watching people who come there with their stuff. And some people are really experienced poets who've done a lot of stuff. There's a whole lot of people that that is the very first thing that they've ever done. And they come there and, you know, and some have it on their phone. So they're reading yeah. it off their phone or somebody else's a little piece of paper or a whole notebook and they're looking for it. And it just, it, you know, it's it's yeah. such an opportunity for people to be able to share and do it that way. You know, I've said many times that is the most, that is the best audience you're ever going to have for your stuff. Because everybody in that room is there mm-hmm. to support either poetry, that poem, that person. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just the most wonderful experience and and I'm a person who always needs practice reading and mm-hmm. that's a really good place to read because I you know yeah I just I well for one thing you can't see because it's light the lights <laughs> in your eyes yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. good that's it's a great thing it's great you know but right. also you know there's mm-hmm. and when you walk back to sitting down there are always people who say oh that was good you know and stuff like that yeah. and you know it's just so encouraging. I've appreciated Wuso so much oh, for many things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. It was a little, absolutely. I think it just kind of came out of my mouth one day, many years ago. I don't know. I, I said something about a open mic. He said, now you're talking. <laughs> and he just kind of started doing that. Um, and I don't know how long it's been even going on. Um, Probably, well, I mean, well, probably up almost ten years. I don't, I don't yeah. know either. Probably. My first time coming to Wusso's was that was you were reading one night. Um, I came with my dad, and we, and oh, um, yeah, and yeah, that was I was in, I think I was in high school. I don't think it would have been middle school, but so, but I mean, I'm 25 now, so I don't know what the ages would be, but yeah. it, so it's it's definitely been a minute. I can mm-hmm. I can say that much. And it's it's been so fun to watch it 
watch people come. And so by the time we got up to COVID, it was kind of a sold out and we don't obviously have a cover charge, but like people would, it would just be full. It, it, mm-hmm. I didn't have to try. It would just be full. Mm. And then we had to close for 14 months for COVID. And when we reopened, I thought I would just post it on Facebook and invite people back in and they would all come. And that's not what happened. And it was, it was kind of painful the first six months or so coming back yeah. up to yeah. get people to, to come out and try again. And I think it was partially, there was a fear of going out and doing things. And then there was the comfort of being so used to being at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but also of, um, of just not, it, it takes a lot of some. It takes something for writers to be able to be around other writers and talk about it and share their work. Right? It's it's kind of a deep. I don't know. It, it, it takes some bravery to do that. And so when you got all that stacked against you in terms of being isolated for that long, and then trying to break through that again is really hard. But now we're back. We're pretty much back up and running at full, almost full capacity mm-hmm. of what it used to be, and it's really fun to watch. Well, good job at at not abandoning ship you know and just sticking with it there was one there was one night where it was just me and julie guard going back and forth and one person in the audience listening and we did it anyway (laughs) and they applauded (laughs) yeah it was great and the baristas were excited i mean it was it was something else i should invite julie back (laughs) segue to that segue to that yeah as you're trying to get your work out there how many rejections what's your number one rejections in a month Oh. What's your number one rejection month of your life? You know, I don't really know because I've, I'm I'm kind of a lazy submitter, so oh. I go in streaks, yeah. you know, and so sometimes there'll be a whole bunch of things and then for a long time, nothing. Um, I do remember my favorite rejection letter, though. Oh, oh, yeah. My favorite rejection letter was very short. It was one sentence, and it just said on the, you know, the poem, this is handy, you know, sending pieces of paper out because, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the olden days. <laughs> the olden days. <laughs> and it just said, this is not a poem. <laughs> oh, ah, I love That's it. That's terrible. Did you yeah. keep it? So, so, is that so when, I, when I put together Golly, a manuscript and had a little book, I you put that, I absolutely put that one in there. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> well. And nobody said, this is a really good yeah. book of poetry except for this one. Yeah, right. Which is <laughs> that a poem at all. <laughs> oh, funny. I just thought it was such an odd, kind of, it's like, well, you might not like the poem. I mean, that's okay. But, it's, but this <laughs> is you not know, a poem. Like, well, at least they weren't like, this, this makes me so sad. I want to stick razor blades in my ears. It, was that it was someone a, else's rejection? imagery. Oh, I mean, I, I used to Jason. submit to punk rock magazines by accident when I was in a folk project. It's like, oops. <laughs> That's when you heard the razor blade line? Oh, said, I don't want to hear anything. I don't even want to mention some of the rejections I've had, but that's all right. You know, when yeah. they write something back to, you know, thank you, we know this. We they always say we've received so many, and mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, yeah. and this one's not for us. You know they say yes. they say that. But yeah. but how know, many Linda yeah. have you had in one month? What's your maximum rejection oh, in one month? Golly, I don't know. My rejection rate for everything I do. I've told people this. It is closer to a hundred percent rejection than it is to ninety nine. So I mean, I I'm just rejected. So you only get out what time. you put in. If you if you only yeah. submit thirty, you only get twenty nine rejections yeah yeah so sometimes 30 yeah and sometimes 30 <laughs> right, and, depending right you know yeah. i got one yeah. thing back once you used to have to send a self-addressed stamped envelope exactly exactly <laughs> so you're not wasting Self-addressed. Exactly. Yes, you did. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember I sent a poem once and they 
sent it back with a nice little note, and, and I was, you know, I thought it's always nice when they write a nice little note like thank you. Yeah. But um, this one had a coffee cup ring on it, and for some reason that just encouraged me and heartened me because I just pictured somebody put their coffee, coffee down, spilling and it. it right. They they just set it down while they were reading the poem. Now really, they might have used it for a coaster while they're reading the really good stuff for all I know. But I just <laughs> But that isn't how I pictured it. And for some reason that was one of those moments where I felt encouraged. Oh, you, you got to take never it where you can. know. I love that. Did you ever invest in the in the forever stamps just, you know? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I actually bought a lot of stamps because I sent out a lot of stuff, didn't you, Ellie? I mean, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that was regular because most of those little magazines, you know, they're just people sitting. I mean, they they can barely afford to keep those things Mm -hmm. running, you know. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, always a self step, a self addressed stamped envelope. It was often kind of a project, and you'd have to go to the post office and figure out well how many stamps have to go on this. I wonder how many kids would get the the trivia right if you asked what S A S E stands for. I don't know. Oh, they might not. They might not. That's a really good thing. So, yeah. You're just avoiding how many so, rejections so you've was, had in a month. Yeah, That's what so I like sad. rejections, though. So, <laughs> well, what's your maximum amount? I don't know, but I got I, I shot for 50 in a year, and I got 39. How many of you guys had in a year? I don't even know. No, I, don't I don't save them, track. except well, yeah, I like no, the one with the coffee track. mug yeah. on it. Yeah. How yeah. often do you guys submit stuff, I guess, is a is a Good question, then. <laughs> I guess not often. It's too not much, really. often. I realized it's I didn't really submit torturous. anything in 2021. It's torturous. I didn't mean I don't to not know. do it. It just kind of flew yeah, by, and all of a sudden so I, I have didn't. to be in the right frame of mind. I kind of want to. I wish I, you know, I've been in a little role with it at times, but not really in, not in a long time. Yeah. Mm. I used to so, send stuff yeah. all the time, yeah. but that was before, you know, it's it's like the rich get richer, you know? I mean, once, once you start getting something published, then it doesn't mean you're going to for sure, but it seems to, I don't know if it gives a person more confidence in what they're doing or what. And so I used to just always be sending stuff out and always be getting stuff back. And, you know, the thing is, right. you know, when you get this envelope back in the mail, it's got your own handwriting on it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds kind of fun. Because you forgot it's, to put the yeah. stamp on Oh, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, no. I always put it. I always yeah. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would never hear it. from right. them. They would no. not send you. No, they sent it back. It's like, you forgot to put a stamp on. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. They would oh, never no. do that. I've been part of editing those little magazines. It's like, nope, you're not going to send no. us a stamp. I'm they, not the, this the postmaster brings it back. So it's like, uh, oh, like the original. <laughs> the yeah. They just, they don't have any money. These, no. you know, I mean, there, there is not big money in poetry no, for no. anybody. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. Like, no. I don't know if your listeners TikTok are aware. Oh, TikTok videos, right? Poets aren't bringing in the big bucks. <laughs> Yeah, Ellie's new yeah, TikTok but... channel. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> so you write poetry because you want yeah. to, because you yeah. love to. Yeah. Who doesn't? And... I was telling Jason earlier today about yeah. how I first heard of Ellie Schoenfeld. And I was here at the cafe, just talking to some people and somebody, and I don't know who it was. I can't remember who it was. said, oh, if you like poetry, then you need this. And they handed me your CD. With your personal, Sony. your oh, personal ad CD, and you know what? I oh. just found it oh. um, in some stuff I was digging through, and I was like, "Oh, I still have it." I was so because I'm terrible with CDs. I'm terrible with like leaving the CD somewhere in the case, and then who knows? And Jason gets real mad about it. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I didn't lose it, and I didn't take the CD out and leave it in something, oh. and and so I just wanted, and then and then I said, "I don't know who this person is, but she's amazing." 
Oh. <laughs> and then I got to meet you. And I remember I was giving, I was doing one of my earliest ever readings in Duluth at um, the Red Mug. Mm-hmm. Red Mug? In Superior? Mm-hmm. I don't even know why. I don't know what I was there for, but I was very, very nervous. And I don't remember what I wrote, but I remember seeing you and you were smiling and you, you were like pleased with what I had, I was doing. And I was like, okay, I'm oh. all right. I'm all right. <laughs> okay. And I don't think I even talked to you because I was so nervous. Oh, I just ran out. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. so you're, you're just a really important part of this community. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, Ellie, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. I love that oh, Lure Sony album, by the way. Oh. It's very John good. Craig was, was our last guest, one of the last guests oh, on the last right. podcast. And yeah. we talked about Lou a little Sony. teeny bit. And, brilliant. He was and, so brilliant. Mm, I don't know if it's out yeah. there in the universe. But yeah, is there a digital Lure, form so, of What that? was the album called? Um, personal Ads. Personal Ad. Personal Ad. Is that yeah. out on anywhere? Can people hear it? Oh, we might Probably have to not. fix it. It should be. It should be on. It should be out there. It should be I mean, out it's, there. You know, it's out. It's out there, but I don't know. You know, it, I, don't, I don't keep track. It's so know, fabulous. It's, it's so amazing. But, but it was. It the was a really fun. The, the beauty of it. It was really fun to do. It yeah. Was, and your yeah, work. Your so. at that time, your work gave me a lot of permissions. So what? it gave me permission oh. to be funny. Oh. Good. Not such a serious, you know, yeah. poet. <laughs> and I was just getting out of an MFA program, so I thought I had to be very serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it gave me permission to be funny and to be honest and to be vulnerable. And it was a whole new thing. I was like, oh. what, what kind of poetry is this? I love this. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I first heard but, you read oh. probably at something that Patrick McKinnon was doing. And I, I remember the how much I enjoyed your, um, this is a while ago, Ellie, your Barbie poems. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Barbie oh my poems. God, I know. Oh, they're yeah. so good. They are so good. But oh, I can re- I can remember that. And I just, yeah. I, I just, I mean, you were just so, um, you were very encouraging to all the other people. Because I was one of those people who's going up there with this oh. piece of paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where was this at? Was that the North Shore? You know, I, it, I think it was at the DeWitt Sites Building. DeWitt Sites oh. Building. We were mm-hmm. at the DeWitt Sites building first we started the poetry harbor readings well the first ones like were not at, as amazing grace or where it was upstairs it like was in up, a private yeah. room well it was it it was at one point down where the amazing grace was before it was a finished place and it Whoa. was freezing cold in the winter really? wow. and then we moved upstairs to where it's kind of like a little skywalky oh, okay. thing and that was a night. It's up in that area, third floor, maybe or yeah, something. Yeah, it was a yeah. very, very nice, strange big, room. It, was a, it yeah. wasn't. It's. It had the strangest yeah. shape and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was and, an, it uh, was but I remember that. So yeah. uh, Patrick McKinnon, you know, and you both really made poetry, you know, happen oh, in Duluth. Poetry Hotel. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. So, yeah, and it was super fun. The poetry, poetry harbor years. Yep, that mm-hmm. was. I remember going to the North yeah. Shore like 1995. Metal band poets trying to like do like not slam poetry, but like try to like get your poetry out to the people over a metal band, <laughs> which is awesome because most poets you know get up there and they're they're just reading they're writing poetry and then they're like there's a mic, they're already scared and now there's a metal band now I have to be loud it's like I mean it's just like. Well, if reading poetry at the North Shore was definitely an act of you have to compete with, you know, people who are drinking, so you yes. have to be loud. I, but that's what I love. That's what I love. It's like everyone who can compete on that level was a winner. You know, it's like 
you know, Patrick was definitely <laughs> oh, like the, the winner of the day when it came to that. But oh gosh, he had he had a series called The Vibe Show the down vibe at show? Chum. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that was at Chum. At Chum and on so, First Street. Yeah, on on the Avenue there. Yeah. The avenue. Outside. So, no, it, no inside, inside, right inside the drum. So yeah, hmm. and it was the vibe show, and it, it, and so you know, here's me reading a short story about <laughs> two young people falling in love or something. Anyway, and I'm there in Chum, and and um, it was just. It was super fun, and what a what yeah. a brilliant idea yeah, to yeah. do that there. And so the folks at Chum, cool. they yeah, they're on folding chairs and they're listening to us I read, and, and then they wanted to talk to us later. You know, well, I've been thinking of writing something, and you know, I yeah. you know I've got this experience, huh. and so to be able, even if they never wrote, to just just be able to talk with people and just communicate mm-hmm. with them in the, in that way at that time, it That's was brilliant. just wonderful. I yeah. Love that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to yeah, work across good, the street at Magic Carpet Mart. So, oh, so, <laughs> so I just do that there too. Have the poets and music musicians <laughs> come together we, in, we, at the carpet mart. The like magic a, carpet rides. We just waited for people to move so we could. Sounds like a front organization. Get out of our parking spot because <laughs> yeah. it was kind of a drunk disaster usually, and you know, and people would come in. They definitely didn't want to buy carpet, but you know, but you know, it was fun and. It, it was a lively spot to work, no doubt. But uh, maybe you could have used some poetry just to, I don't know, add don't something know. else. It was it was great. I no regrets. It was a beautiful time. Yeah, the poetry is for everybody. I mean, you you can be mm-hmm. a yep. very literary person. You can be a trained writer, or you can be just somebody who wants to write a poem and and is asking if they always have to rhyme. You know, mm, I've had right. people ask me that. Well, you know, yep. I've really got some stuff, but I'm having trouble making it rhyme. I'm thinking, you do whatever you want with that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You That's know? like Tina yeah. used to teach, not teach, but had the after-school program at... Uh, Myers-Wilkins. Myers-Wilkins. And some, sometimes some of those sweet friends would come out to the poetry thing, and they're so young, and mm-hmm. and you'd have all these poets, and then someone... Very, very young, I don't even know how little, would go up and rip your heart out. Oh, Literally God. rip your heart mm-hmm. out. It's like, why do you mm-hmm. know these things? Why are you thinking of these things? It's just like the deepest, deepest, deepest mm-hmm. poem. You know, it's just like the truth and beauty. Kids, mm-hmm. in, yeah. and, the, and, yeah. and that's, to me, that's the poetry right there. It's like, if you can just be so truthful and honest and beautiful. You know, they haven't had these layers of whatever added on to them that keep them from... Yeah, the inhibitions really of everything in life. And, and I have to say, one of my favorites at Wusso's was um, a girl in her late teens was there to read a poem, and her um, her boyfriend was sitting at the counter having, um, I don't know, some pop or something. The poem she had was about him, and he... I mean, he was just floored. And I mean, she, because she, and it was a nice poem. And she's, it was a long poem. I mean, it wasn't just a, you know, and, you know, and the reasons that she felt safe around him and stuff. And, and so every once in a while, you know, I mean, he would just, I I was watching him and he would just kind of nod a little bit, you know. I mean, he was just, I mean, 
who who gets a poem written about themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't and know. Usually, if it's not good. <laughs> yeah, and this, that's yeah. true. No, usually, it's not good. You've done something very bad if I'm writing a poem. So <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a sweet poem, and it was you know, and it was pretty good. And you know, with her reading it up there, she was obviously really, really speaking from the heart. Yeah. And I thought, you know, this is this is poetry, you know, to have this really young person. I, I hope she's had a good life since then. I hope he was nice to her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I should have gotten his name. Right. <laughs> Just in case. Be watching. <laughs> she wrote a poem about you. You better live up to that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes studying the craft yeah. of something, you know, is, it kind of creates those layers of, of fear and 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 am I going to do this right? And perfectionism Ooh. and yeah. comparing yourself to others. And you lose that. It's really hard sometimes to, to do both, to be really open and curious with your heart and then also understand the craft and try to, you know, mold what you're doing. It's a hard balance. And sometimes yeah. for fun, you yeah. can make a poem that fits into a, a prescribed form and see if you can do that. And, sure. you know, and it's mm -hmm. and it's a it's an enjoyable thing to do. How but you don't do have you do to. That? What? How often do you think you do that? Not often. No. Never. I've never know. done it. Never. A couple times. I meant to for many years. Oh. Oh. I don't know. A couple times a year or so, <laughs> a Sestina or something. We should have to... a little a little annual gathering of poets, and that and then we pick a challenge like that, and we just have to hang out. Oh, and write it's like the 36-hour yeah. songwriter festival, but yeah. like for poets. For poets, yeah. and, and they have to oh, have this fun. form. Yeah. That's you know, so This fun. is your this sonnet. Is yeah. This is your villanelle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Now you can't use those use fancy it. words around here. No, we have to tell them what yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> so here's the weird thing I did this with haikus. Oh, this West Loop. <laughs> so so no, do you guys do you guys play Wordle? Do I don't. I have no idea what Wordle is. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it won't. This won't be as nearly as interesting if you don't play Wordle. So you start with a five-letter word, and then you get six tries to get the word that they actually want you to have and so cool. okay yeah oh yes yeah. <clears throat> i'm kind of interested in that that's it's, interesting so how did you it's use very this very entertaining so for what i did then was because i'm easily amused um <laughs> is i took the word that i started with and then i took the word that it was and then i wrote a haiku using both of those words oh, oh yeah did yeah. you was it fun? Did you like it? Was it was totally entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the words often didn't go together at all. And of course, the haiku was short. So, of course, that was the other thing because, you know, it's, I usually did this in the morning while, because it's part of the little reading the paper thing mm -hmm. or the, yeah. So, um, anyway, it was fun. Short. You got, you yeah. made up your own solitaire just, game. Kind of. It was like, okay. <laughs> I did that for a while and then I stopped because that's how I do things. Well, I do sure. something for a while and then I stop. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, if, if you start something but stupid like a monthly fun. thing at the cafe, <laughs> then you'll just be like, well, I guess it's my thing. <laughs> and then you'll yeah. just try to get someone else to do it and no one else will. And then you'll be like, I guess I'll go back. Uh, it can be one of those, like a poetry <laughs> slam. Uh. I, I think those sounded yeah. so scary that I've never gone to one. Oh, yeah. you know, I, the I word just, slam is I mean, low. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So some students at UWS, yeah. UWS asked me to, to come to a poetry slam, and I said, you know, I don't know if that's really how I do things. They said, well, we're just calling it that. We're really not going to do that. I saw a lady today. And, that's you know, sweet. She, I know. <laughs> she had this keychain with this little cat on it, and she saw me look at him like, I was just looking at that cat thing. I was like, is that just a 
cat or is that for something? I was like, is it a bottle opener or something? And she put it on her fingers and it was like brass knuckles, but with <gasps> cat ears that will stab you. I was like, oh my God. Ooh. So what's the moral of the story? I forgot. <laughs> I always do. But, but man. Kitty brass knuckles and poetry slams all in the same conversation. Yeah, it's like you never, you never want to put anyone in a box. I guess. I guess not. Yeah, it's like there you go. Yes. I am struck by how how, uh, poets and poetry slams memorize most of the time. They they memorize it. Amazing. And I I I love memorization. I'm not very good at that, and I kind of choke when I have to memorize something. And and I'm in front of a crowd, and now I have to. I don't have a piece of paper. I'm like, ah, my brain just goes blank. And somehow, I mean, they just go, and it's so cool. There's a, a poet. His name is I think I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but Anise Mogjani. Um, he's in Portland. I think he's the current poet laureate of Oregon. Maybe just Portland. I don't know. Either way, you can find him online, and he it does spoken word slam type stuff. But it, it's so much. It feels like he's he's made something, and he's holding it out to you. Mm. when he reads it and it's just so easy to hold and and he just always makes me cry he's so good at what he does and he's really confident and I've never seen him once with a piece of paper in his hand and I've always thought and he goes for long I mean he'll just go on wow and and memorize and yeah I just think it's gorgeous just the ability to not you don't have to look away from your audience right that's what kills you can just me, stay there, and That's I. What I gives me. But being being able to do that, I, I kind of I feel like I need to practice this now that I've said all these words about it because, it, I think it's just so powerful. You're good at it. I think you're really good at it. But I do have paper, and I do look down and you're, disengage. You're good at faking it then, because <laughs> <laughs> I try to make eye contact. I do. I do try to be present with but, my audience. I mean, for someone who doesn't want to read it and just listen to it, and also as a sound person, most poets are like. And then, and they could have the most beautiful words, and you're like, I can't hear you. And you're not looking at us. The next person comes up, and they're just like, bruh, 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 bruh. And it's like, this is terrible, but I'm engaged. So, great. You win. You know, it's like. <laughs> Do you like reading, Linda? Um, You know, I. I think that I do now. I think I've gotten better at it. You're yeah, awesome you're at so it. Good. Your voice you're is so wonderful. It's so, good at so it. great hearing you. You so make my, give me goosebumps. <laughs> you know what somebody said about me once when I read Uh-oh. a really good research paper that my research papers are kind of poetic. So people really liked this paper that I did, and I read it at something, and I saw online that some guy had commented, yeah, but it was because she has a great voice. (laughs) Yay! Well, damn, you win. I know. (laughs) Wow. She's not so good. So sort of a compliment and a kick. Yeah, I know. It's like, you know. But the check cashed and you're here today. You know, it was, that was kind of, maybe, I don't know, how, why did he think that I wouldn't a little see jealous this at maybe? some point? A little jealous? Uh, you know, and certainly he's a known How many historian. rejections is, have they had in Oh, a you month? knew who this person was. He oh, wasn't I a stranger did. on the internet. Oh. Well, I, Should we troll him? I only, yeah. I only met the them out of his What's the address? For a second. I'll, t- I'll tell you his name. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of, that was kind of um, shocking to me. And, you know, the, um, yeah. sometimes, the, depending on the mic, sometimes it picks up my voice really well mm-hmm. and so it it did at that time so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, that actually does kind of um, dent your confidence as a, if you're going to do research writing. <laughs> that, no, I'm only going to submit this if I can read it out loud. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, me- to mesmerize you with my beautiful voice. I love that, though. Yeah. I love it. That, that, that could be a caveat when you get to a certain level. It's like, I will do this job, but only if I can do it live. I, I'm fairly certain there was tests and different things I passed in school simply because I was able to do it funnily. Funny, funnily? Funnily? Funnily. 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 Amusingly? Humorously. Humorously. Yes. We'll get it. I like funnily. Yeah. I'm like funnily. With extra frosting. Yeah. Yeah. Funnily cake. Humorously, where I was able to make jokes. And I think just making people in the class laugh, or specifically the teacher, for some reason that worked. And I was like, it was able to trick people into thinking, oh, okay, well, he knows enough. Or maybe you're actually smart. Yeah, maybe you actually were good. I you didn't hear what, you didn't hear these presentations. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But just... they were they were. They, now I really like, want you though. They were they were sort of sort it's of. It's like funny. my driver's training when I, they gave me a yeah. driver's license. I'm like, I hit the I, cone. It was like you hit the cone. Yeah. And they gave you a license. <laughs> but I was like, ugh, and then I started driving fast with one arm, and I was like, okay. ah. Maybe they, sh- they shouldn't have done failed. that. I know they shouldn't. I, I don't even. I'm throwing no one under the bus. <laughs> I don't even, even remember who was in the. But they were like, I guess you know how to drive. Here's a driver's license. Close enough. I was oh, like, mm. really? I hit the cone and I'm blind and I <laughs> drove over the speed limit? Okay, whatever. That sounds like a poem to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Elliot, how about, how about you? How do you like reading and sharing over the years? Did it used to make you crazy nervous when you were young? It it intermittently makes me very nervous to do it. Yeah, still. But when yeah, does yeah. it not so, make you nervous? But um, I don't know. It's random. Sometimes I'm relaxed. Sometimes I'm pretty nervous. And I think you know that whole thing with, you know, I have to keep my eyes pretty much on the page, or I'm going to lose my spot. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, so it's so it's kind of you know it's like trying to be relaxed. But so sometimes it's really easy, and sometimes it's um, I'm real nervous. Do you have any <laughs> any know. specific variables that make you nervous? That you can have pinpointed over the years? Or the Not really, yeah. Sometimes it's just kind of vague. You never know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, unf- it's, it's random. I mean, it doesn't stop me, but it's... <laughs> yeah, well, it's, how about uh, if it's... But... Somebody I accidentally plagiarized from. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when Amy Tan is in the audience. <laughs> what if Amy Tan comes to here and says, I wrote that. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> Only the names have been changed, Linda. You... Full circle. <laughs> you know, when you read, sometimes do you read, you're not reading. I've, I've heard Ellie do this. You're not reading exactly what's on the page. Because I, because I, of course, when you read, I have to have the book and follow, you know. But and you know, kind of like what works oh, yeah. at yeah. that oh, at yeah. that moment, you yeah. know. It's the poem yeah. is still yeah. it's a living thing. Well, right, that goes yeah. to what you were Sometimes saying earlier about it to, never yeah. being done. It's just yeah. like you publish it or stop writing it, but it's not done. So yeah. you can go yeah. back and yeah. tweak it in some way. I've oh, definitely yeah. done oh, that. I've no. been reading yeah. along, and then I realized that that that's the end, and I need don't need to read those last two lines. I was wrong. But that was yeah. a real good end where I figured I finally finally figured it out in this oh, live yeah. performance moment. Do you yeah. like to read? You're a good reader. I yeah, do, but I, do I used to be reader. horrified. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just full body trembles, sweaty, and all my friends were so afraid for me or sick, <laughs> sick, and unhappy at my experience that they turned away. <laughs> Literally, all my friends came, and and I looked out at the audience, and all my friends were like on their phones and looking away because they couldn't they couldn't bring oh, themselves to watch oh, my. 
my suffering. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> no, you remember this. It I was awful. And um, no, Jason really casually, when we first started dating, said, oh, you should just come to open mic and share some of your writing. And I was like, okay. And apparently I didn't know how to do that. And mm-hmm. it was really scary. Um, and I didn't even know that I would be that afraid. But all of a sudden I'm up there and I'm stuck up there and I can't get down and I just have to pretend, you know. But my body wouldn't let me pretend. So I was like holding the paper in my hands and arms and legs. I mean, it was just like, and I was like, <laughs> it's so funny not to think about it. I was like trying to keep my composure here and in my voice that was also trembling. But I was totally trying to pretend that you don't see me. Yeah, have you ever played hide and seek with like a two-year-old and they cover their, they eyes, cover their eyes? Oh, yeah. Because they think if you... If they, okay, so, yeah. So I was doing something... I still do that, actually. Like that. Yeah. Like if I just smile through this experience, no one will notice. Yeah. <laughs> Full body troubles. So then I thought, well, I'm never doing that again, ever, ever. But it occurred to me... You know, it was our um, the actor friend who moved away, who's in New York. Ron? Ron. Mendel's. No. Yep. Okay. What is it? Mendelssohn? Mendel? I, anyway, I'm he's an actor. Sure. He's He was he was in Duluth, and then he was he moved to New York. And he um he met me one day, and Jason told everybody that I was a poet. And he just told everybody that the first thing. This, not even my name. Just, she's a poet. <laughs> and um, and so and so Ron said, oh, can I, can I hear some of your stuff? And we were just sitting in the booth in the restaurant, and I was like, well, I guess guess so. I happen to have it with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Of course you do. So I, I pulled it out and he was so engaged. He was just so curious about what I had to share. And I don't remember what it was or if I thought it was good or not good. I just knew that there's something happened there between us. And then I thought, and I was terrified then too. And I was stuck in the middle of the poem and I realized I was terrified. I'm like, oh no, I'm terrified again. This is awful. Um, but I thought, there's something here. And I, I don't want to give up. If I give up, I'll never do this. And so then I just became like ultra determined to not just do it, but do it as well as I can possibly do it. So I started this thing, this trick. And I, everyone who's nervous to get on stage, I tell them my, all my tricks. Sit down, cross your legs, put your hands under your crossed legs so nobody can see you tremble. Get a music stand oh, okay. and put the piece of paper. <laughs> say, how are you going to hold know. your poem? I have a plan for this. <laughs> like, I have a plan. <laughs> you have a music stand wherever is comfortable for you to turn, casually turn to read mm-hmm. your work. And then don't let your paper be folded because it'll fall down. And then you have to right. put your hands out and you right. you'll shake yeah. it. Right. You can't let anybody know yeah. that this is that you're controlling something. This is just a game. And we play games with ourselves all the time. So it's no big deal. But so I did this. Every reading I had until one day I took my hands out and I was still sitting and I was still hiding behind the music stand because that's another thing. It was hiding me. And I held the paper and then I got a little shaken and put the paper back and I took my hands away. And I just did that little by little until I could stand up and then I could hold the paper and then I could not shake and then I could look people in the eye. Mm -hmm. And then amazingly, it became fun. And then I really realized that there's something in there that was hiding in me that I had to they can make an opening for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I frequently find myself discouraged in different situations, as I think many, if not all, artists do at some point. Now, all of you seem to push through that. And, and I guess I'm curious on, on how. Because well, in that situation, yeah, something was, dry, even though you're horrified, shaking, something just pushed you through anyway, just the determination to want to, I guess, right? Or. Yeah. I can remember when I would be really, uh, when I was first reading, reading out at readings or 
that kind of thing. And I was telling somebody, Audio Nib, I don't know if anybody remembers Audio Nib or if he's around. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a long time. Anyway, Audio was just here this week. Was he? Oh, good. <laughs> from, from, oh, good. From, well, from the co-op or uh, on 10th? Uh, I don't know where he's from now, but he's from Audio my... From, Nib. But yeah, yeah well, it's, it's uh, got to be the same guy. Emerson, the cooperative yeah. Emerson. Probably, yeah. okay. Yeah, and so, so, yeah, so I was <laughs> talking to him one time, this is a long time ago, and, he sa- and I was saying, oh, it's so hard, you know, just, um, you know, I've got all this stuff and putting your soul out there, and he was like... It's ten minutes of your soul. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> hey. wow. yes. It's like right. a little life changing thing. It's like that's right, it is. It's just like ten minutes of my soul. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, yeah, you know. If I but you know, it's it's a, you know, I'm putting you know, Well it's I like being know. at the dentist, you know, it's done after a while, right? Right. The yeah. dentist, yeah. yes. It's, it'll the be dentist. done soon. You see the kitty yeah. poster yeah. when you're oh, laying back yes, and you relaxing. Yeah, that you know, that's a good way to think of it it's but it was it was it was funny it would have the right mix of funny and some perspectives yeah so it's like well it's yeah for really... then it's like an anxiety technique yeah. too is just like counting to 10 it's like you can get through the next 10 seconds you can get through whatever yeah. Yeah. So, 20 minutes yeah. that's yeah. what i always do for anything 20 oh, minutes yeah. yep you can yeah. do this for 20 minutes uh-huh. yeah so uh-huh. you can write for 20 uh-huh. minutes Lynn. I mean, no i don't do that <laughs> <laughs> well but you could yeah but yeah i think it's important yes. to have honest so. friends too because uh-huh. after i got off stage that first time I walked, I don't know what I was thinking, but I walked right up to Dan Dresser. I don't know if anybody knows Dan Dresser, but he has no problem telling you exactly what he's thinking. And I said, what'd you think? And that was the stupidest question (laughs) I could have asked, but I was still pretending (laughs) that nobody saw that. (laughs) And so he said, you know, I think you had something important to say. I think you're a good writer, but I couldn't hear you over your hands shaking. That's not going to work. You got to quit that. And then that was the end of that conversation. And I, 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 I was, mm-hmm. like, at the time, I was like, damn it, you're supposed to pretend that wasn't happening. <laughs> what kind of friend are you? <laughs> um, but every other person in the room pretended that that didn't happen except him. And when he said that, it was just like a challenge. And, but he said it in a, a loving way, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. you have something that I want to hear and the world needs to hear. Let us hear it, you know? Yeah, and it, it just kind of challenged me in this fun way. I'm not saying every time Dan Dresser speaks, it's profound. <laughs> but that one, <laughs> but that time one time you got lucky. I'm going to send him a copy of this podcast because of this. <laughs> well, I think if you're feeling dis- discouraged in something you're writing, it might be just time to put it aside. And um, mm-hmm. I sometimes, if I don't like what I'm writing, I will go have some M and M's, you know, and sure. uh, you know, because big, big ones or mini ones, little ones, yeah, little mini, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, normal ones. But I agree with what you're saying. If if it's if it's hurting, a lot, <laughs> go do something else for a while, or come back at it later. I've I've come back to projects many years later, and mm-hmm. it worked. That's really and I, I was ready for oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. My soul was ready for it. Try and have yeah. just some fun or. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, try to enjoy it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And not so much pressure on yourself. It's like, okay, well, this, you know. I used to keep my stuff in a cardboard box and, you know, and I had, you know, manila folders and I had a lot of them in there. And, um, and now, now everything's on my my laptop, which mm-hmm. isn't actually as much fun as the box of stuff to dig around in. And so, if I I never threw it, um, I would just put it in there. Sometimes I would put a note in, you know, what it was, but sometimes not. And so, I always felt like I had something I could go and dig in 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so that was that was how I worked for years and years and years on stuff. Well, and know. so you, what did you when you when you say dig into it? What do you what do you mean? What were you physically doing? Physically dig. I mean, that I means like, and to do what with it? Just to look at it and kind of yeah, look at it and see and... if yeah, if this you know if mm-hmm. I'm work I you know I think okay, I'm working on this. I don't know if this is really what I'm what I'm trying to do here, and then go and dig out something else I was doing and compare them, and sometimes they inspire each other. They, um, you know, they kind of talk to each other, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit. And so, yeah, it can be, you know, if you just don't have anything to write, I I mean, don't do it. Nice, yeah, right. Go go yeah. have some M&Ms, you know, yeah. and then, um, you know, you, you'll be able to write again some other time. Mm. You can mm. all, you know you'll always be able to write. There's right. always yeah. stuff there to write about. Yeah, and sometimes getting mm. real detailed in something small, you know, just because sometimes it's easy to want to write about something big, and that's the hardest thing to write about. So mm. you know, mm-hmm. something really small. Yeah. But I like the digging too, and I I and I still do that because I'm kind of a not I'm not very techy, so I still have piles of th- rejects but there's often a line or something <laughs> yeah. in there or yeah. something that comes back that didn't catch the first time around yeah. oh yeah. well and I, so, that, yeah. that i understand i mean i yeah. have folders and folders yeah. and folders of old drawings and stuff that go back oh, years yeah. and years and years and it, it i mean actually I, now that you mention it i do actually pretty frequently go back and look through mm-hmm. those and yeah and, and go oh i was wow that was funny huh that was <laughs> clever yeah. than yeah. what i yeah. did when i was 11 or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 11 yeah. yeah i mean you some folders from when you were 11 if not younger, yeah. I don't even remember wow. what was hap. I don't even remember when I was eleven. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> so oh, so sad but true. Damn. Hmm. But I think that that old idea, or maybe it's still true for some some writers, but that you have to write every day or else that you have to wake up every day and for this much time every single day you have to write or else is kind of damaging to a lot of people because when they, do, when they don't do it, they feel like failures. And oh, then yeah. they just say, well, screw it, whatever. I guess I'm not a writer. Yeah. You know? There's people who do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know people who get up yep. really early in the morning and write for an hour. Yep. I No way. I, 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 don't, well, I don't even know what I'm doing. 9.30 is when I wake up, no matter what I'm doing. And so... Well, um, we have this in common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, You'll never... <laughs> Never work at a coffee house, obviously. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I for years and years, I had jobs where I had to be there at 8 in the morning. Um, but you weren't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> and so my system, yeah. my system yeah. was, before I left every day on my desk, I would sort stuff out so that the easiest was on top. Because I always had a big pile of junk I had to do. So I always put the easiest stuff on top, and I that is what I would do before la, 9.30. La, la, muscle memory. <laughs> so, yes. Why do people want to gather at 8 in the morning? I'm glad I didn't I hit anyone on my no. way to work because I wasn't there. So, yeah. So I was, yeah. That's that's how that's how I worked, and I think you know I think that works that way with your writing too. I mean, sometimes you're sometimes you're really there, and sometimes you're not. But I always just figure, I don't know. There's nothing wrong either with telling yourself you're going to sit down and write something and just mm-hmm. write anything. Do you get up in the middle of the night and write shit, or write it down, or do a voice recorder, or, should, or do you just wish you oh did? Oh God, a person should do that, and that takes discipline. I used to do that, mm-hmm. and I I would just I I'd, wake up. 
Well, yeah, because oh, I would you, be dreaming and that. It, oh, oh, yeah. I, oh, my God. I got to yeah. write that down. So if you don't if and you, you don't, tell yourself gone. you're going to remember, you, <laughs> you never. never. No, no, you but don't. I used to do that now. and have, yeah. you know, some notepads and, you know, just throw them in there. And I used to keep that stuff in um, plastic grocery bags oh. on, a, on a doorknob and just throw them in. And yeah. so I would dig through that stuff, too. Oh, yeah, so, right. yeah, but it takes That's discipline yeah. to do that. To well, say, yeah, just yes, get those spur, those moments. Those are the best moments, though. If you write this excellent poem yeah. and it's three in the morning yep. and you don't do anything yep. with it, it is gone. I have poems that are gone, and I know they were yeah, my right. best. Voice recorders, oh, exactly. Work. exactly. Voice yeah. recorders yeah. are my friend. It's like yeah, just yeah. to quickly just like I, I have this thing, or I, mean, yep. I suppose for you, you can do a song real quick. Just it goes. Anything. The song goes. Bah, 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 it, it, can, bah, bah. it could be the lyrics. Yeah. It could be a melody. It could be anything. Yeah. It's like you could wake up. Or you could be walking down the street. I mean, people look at you like you're crazy. You're like, rrr, rrr, rrr. it's like talking to yourself, but whatever. Everyone does that anyways because they have yeah. earbuds in. They're talking on their phone. So now, it's, now you actually look normal. So Way now it's okay. But yeah. If it's important enough to that it's coming at you like that, it, 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 it deserves gotta, it deserves it, something it like that. Some... I think there there is something uh, who said this. Robert Olin Butler, I think, talked about in his book From Where You Dream on writing. He talked about how we, we can all hear either a, a thrumming of the guitar or a twang when we're reading through our own work. You're thrumming along, and then you hear a twang. And if you hear the twang, you have to address the twang. You can't oh. pretend the twang isn't there. It will not suddenly uh-huh. become a thrum. Yeah. And we know the answer, but sometimes we just don't want to address the answer right now, or we're not mm-hmm. ready to, or we're, we can't let it go yet, or we really want to make it work somehow when it's not working. Um, but we we all we all hear it. You know, you'll think I'm kind of funny here, but mine is actually little ponies galloping. Oh, you have ponies? Oh. I do. I have ponies. Oh, I love that about yeah. you. Yeah. Ponies. How yeah. come you get ponies? <laughs> I want ponies. Little, you have a little <laughs> pony. So okay, there's so the ponies. ponies. The ponies, they, the ponies the are galloping sound. as I'm reading my stuff and. That's so wonderful. Stuff. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, they're, that's they're, the they're just little ponies, ponies galloping, galloping, galloping. And, uh, and then do they, do oh, they stumble you know, or stop when it, something, you come upon something that's not Well, you know, if, oh. I, if I can't sense them doing their little oh. thing, then I, then I yeah, so I feel that when I'm writing. I know that sounds really strange. I'm getting really confused, though, because I love the thumbing, the ponies, and I also like the stops and the space between notes, so I'm... They all sound good. I yeah, they are. It. It's all good because we're yeah. listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read my poems out loud a lot while I'm working mm-hmm. on them, oh, and I then, love that. and mm. then when it when I stumble, then that's a little cue, mm-hmm. or if it just I can hear it and it's like, oh, it's just yeah, it's just off. People say that about writing dialogue too. It's yeah, just like yeah, make sure you're saying it out loud, otherwise it might not be as clever as you think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the rhythm gets. Yeah, you're like, wrong, well, that's not what a know? person so sounds a, like. So a word I'm really loving has to maybe be changed, yeah. and like you said, sometimes it's like, oh, well, I'm not quite ready to drop mm-hmm. this, but <laughs> it's mm-hmm. every time I read it out loud, I get stuck there. When you yeah. say drop it, that's so, the difference yeah. too. You write something, yeah, and then you do it in front of people, even one person, like your first trial. Yeah, and you go, oh, and, no, and no. you're like, this is the best, and then you're like, trying to do it in front of one person. You're like, this is not the best. This is <laughs> not the best. Okay. There's, 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 abort, there's. abort. <laughs> 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 
I do a lot of reading. You never gave an animal sound, though. You you avoided it. Don't be a politician. I don't. uh, Well, I've. I've, I've, I love the pony. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hear. Listen, if there are any animals coming along. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I didn't have an animal. Had an instrument, but it wasn't my idea. It was Robert Olin. I got excited about the pony. I guess the ponies. The ponies. Yeah, they're plural. Well, there's the and it's so rhythmic. Yeah. Well, they're not all in sync. They're right. They're there's a thing. There's a number of them. Just yeah. Do they have multicolored hair? They are multicolored ponies, Jason. Oh, they're they're visual too. Oh, I've had them since I was a little girl. Oh, that's really great. That is how I think, and that is how my writing them when I'm reading and writing in the ponies. I'm never going to listen to you the same again. I'm always going to have ponies. Multicolored ponies. So, are they always the same colors, or do they vary, or? Oh, you know, they yeah. whatever they are. Who's, yeah, yeah. They're, are they're, they sure-footed? Yeah. They can go through the mountains? They're, they are sort of... Um they are sort of almost like dancing. I've got to oh, tell you. Oh, they're like Tennessee walkers. <laughs> they, they, no, they're kind Crosby of dancing, and they're going in. forward, and they're in a, they're in grass, and oh. so I know, I know. That's so, so beautiful. Um, you That's know, really it's nice. it really is kind of a nice thing to have with you when you're yes. going yeah. through life here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, a bunch of ponies. Ponies. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's like that you can instantly yeah. just I escape into this kind of yeah into this mm-hmm. nice peaceful place. Well, I just feel like I'm getting a cavity, though, just thinking about it. There's some cotton candy element in cotton there. Cotton candy yeah. element. Oh. So it's not like My Little Pony because it was before My Little Pony yeah. <laughs> that they were, you know. There's My oh, Little Pony. My Little Pony. That's right. That was my. So they're not They're not little chunky things like My Little Pony. They are graceful. Yes, they are. My Little Pony's chunky. Chunky. They're stout. They're, they're stout. stout. See, these are not stout <laughs> ponies. So they're they're, they're more like carousel horses, yeah, but yeah. but carousel not painted. Horses. So mm-hmm. anyway, but that's that's, that's cool. how I'm thinking. And the, yeah. when I when they just aren't doing that, then I think, well, you know, maybe I'm not gonna do this for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Step away. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Terry needs yeah. to pee. I do actually need to pee. <laughs> you're God, You're right on. Yeah. Wow. So. So it's, it's, <laughs> you guys are really connected. <laughs> I was so the words out of my mouth. I was I was inhaling to say that, and then Jason went, "You got to pee." It's, <laughs> it's like magic. It's this it's is like, how we end the show. Every yeah, it time. is how, but it is conveniently how Jerry's we end the bladder thing. is the level. Yeah, I've I've got a podcast length bladder. <laughs> oh, yeah. it really yeah. it's very convenient. Yeah, wow. uh, it's like yeah. A, I was born to do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's so, the spiritual uh, and the corporal. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, well, so thank you guys very much for coming. Uh, this has been lovely. I've really enjoyed talking to you guys about writing and everything. If there's anything you guys want to promote or pitch, I know I mean, you have a book coming out that you probably want to yeah. probably want to mention. Oh, I have a book that was just released this week. It's a novel. It's called A Song Over Misqua Rapids. Ooh. As far as I've noticed, you can really get that anywhere you get books. I, yes, I, you can. I always like to, whenever I go anywhere just in the in the region, I always like to see if I can find your books. And generally, I can. And they have them it's, right next door, it's too. It's really cool. So, yeah. Even so sometimes you, you can, like, look in too. cars because a lot of people shop at the bookstore next door and they come in for coffee. <laughs> I'm not going to go books. be on people's cars. Get free books. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. Don't do <laughs> Very beautiful book too. Pretty cover. Oh, it, yeah, it it is is I haven't read it yet. But it's a pretty cover. cover. Just got yeah. it, so.
Any, anything you've got going on? I got nothing. Oh. <laughs> I got nothing going on. <laughs> oh, lies upon lies. Well, no. you know, I mean, I'm trying to write things and, so, you know. But, keep an eye out. But I don't have any kind of um, thing that's, yeah, that's. That's well, all right. This is, this is good. This is the humble yeah. of humblest. Yeah. Well, I'm going to yeah. go in well, and there's... look up personal ad online and see if I can find it. And if we can't find it, then we'll have to talk about how we get it digital for people to listen to, I think. <laughs> so I don't have anything coming out. Um, but we have the the writer's salon here at Wusos every third Thursday in perpetuity. I just really like that word. Um, yeah, word. and it starts. Oh, yeah, it's six to eight every third Thursday. And quite frankly, I think these winter months are kind of the best times to oh, go, just because like when mm-hmm. it's snowing, especially, and you're just listening to people read poetry and whatnot. Yeah. And it's it's dark, dark at two thirty. It's, it's perfect. It's good to learn to drive in <laughs> snow and ice. Yeah, there you go. Confidence. Yeah. 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 It's all about confidence. And, and yeah. actually, Ryan Vine was going to be the featured guest this month, but he was going to oh. be the featured guest um, in March, I believe, or maybe it was April, and there was a terrible snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was so an ice storm. And then we, we switched it to um, May, and I, there was something, there's some, there was an ice, a weird ice event in May, mm-hmm. and he, he sent me a message in the middle of the day, and, I, and he's like, the ice is terrible. What do I? And I was like, where are you? He's like, Scholastica. I'm like, really? Because I'm down the hill, and it's fine. But... <laughs> <laughs> so we canceled and then this summer I had to cancel um, and have someone else anyway so he can't his dog is having surgery so it's, he's oh, gonna come sheesh. in December but I bet I told him gonna I'm be like, an ice there's storm. gonna be yeah. an ice when storm when is it so I know to stay home that day yeah. <laughs> just cause well, it'll, of the be, ice. it'll be the third Thursday there'll be so much ice oh, oh the right the third Thursday yeah, yeah. So just, <laughs> Thursday, of course yeah. oh. and I think Brian has a new yeah. book I think it's the hindrance snowstorm read it well, thank you for having us. Yes. Oh, thank you yes. so much. It's really fun. fun. Yes, this is super fun. Thing. Yeah. Good that you're doing. Yeah. yeah.